You are listening to Rewire with Susan, the podcast where we break down concepts in software development in just a few seconds and discuss both technical and non-technical skills that will propel your journey as a developer. Ready, set, go. Here's your host, Susan. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of this season. This season has been an amazing one and I hope you've had fun learning here. Well, I'm delighted to present to you the penultimate episode of this season. I don't know why I'm being dramatic right now. (laughs) Okay, so today I'll be answering some questions that some of you have asked in the best way that I can. Please note that I'm not claiming to have all the answers, but I'll be sharing with you based on my tiny six years of experience working in tech. So let's get down to it. Now, the first question, um, hey, Susan, I'm working on a task and I realize I can't complete it. I'm having difficulty finishing. The code is more complex than I anticipated. Um, What times do I reach out to ask for help? or struggle with the problem by myself. Um, I think this is something that almost every developer has dealt with and continues to deal with at every point in their career. It's very easy to begin a task and want to have that sense of fulfillment of completing it by any means necessary. Sometimes it takes longer than anticipated because it is just a bit more complex than you thought. And I believe that um, if after working on the set task for 30 minutes to one hour, you are not making headway, you may want to think about having a quick chat with a teammate to get some guidance or throwing it open at stand-up because it's possible that someone on the team has worked on something similar and may be able to provide a guide. Remember that as much as every task is a learning experience one of the main values of software development to businesses is having the product shipped in the earliest possible time so refusing to ask for help when necessary could result in wasting money and other resources so yeah this is something you want to be open to do ask for help when necessary on the other hand you don't want to be that guy or that girl that is not even doing the barest minimum to come up with a solution right there was a time i worked with an engineer in the past he needed my help figuring something out he shared with me what the problem was and then i told him to use a particular strategy but the next minute he was like how do i use that and i'm like um okay Bruh, you did even try to do a Google search before asking me. You know, I, I expected him to have at least gone to check it out and maybe then ask me, oh, I wasn't quite clear on how to use it and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, you want to make sure you at least do an extensive search before you go on to ask for help. Hope that answers the question. Okay, so our next question. Um, how do I remain relevant in the tech space? This is a good question. Now, as a developer, I've been coding for about six years now, and it's a reality that I believe almost every developer faces every day. Tech 
is a fast paced space the tools change the tools get updated and sometimes they get thrown out i think one thing that i've come to terms with is that you can't know everything about everything and that's okay however you can choose to stay updated about the things that are important to you so i see it like an os an operating system or a plugin if you refuse to update to the latest version, usually in most cases, the latest version fixes the problem with the previous version and offers you new features. You may be able to use the OS for a while, but it's only a matter of time. So I think of this as both a pro and a con of being in tech in the sense that discovering and using a new tool is a challenge and most creatives love a challenge, right? However, it can be overwhelming. Now the third question, hey Susan, how do I deal with a difficult coworker on my team? Well, this is an interesting one. First of all, I think that it's very important to know that this is normal. There is always that one guy <laughs> or girl in most organizations that is a little bit difficult to work with and the tech field is no exception. So I'll say in most cases, you're probably not the only one having issues with this person. So you can give them the benefit of doubt, have a friendly chat once in a while. You might find out that they might just be shy and have issues connecting with people in general. However, if this is not working, I think it may be time to address the issue. You know, this is where learning to have difficult conversations, resolving conflicts and giving constructive criticism, criticism, I don't know why I always have an issue with this word, comes in. Now, if this is still an issue after this, I think taking it to a manager may be the next actionable thing to do. But overall, I believe that it's important not to take such behavior personally. On to our next question. Now... What are some of the mistakes I might be making as a newbie in tech? Now, there are a number of mistakes many folks <laughs> have made while starting out, myself included, obviously, <laughs> that we wish someone told us sooner. But that's part of why I'm putting this out there so that you don't have to make the same mistakes. The first one, mistake number one, da -da 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 -da, is jumping into a solution. Now you're given a task you're, and you're just about getting it to work by any means necessary. You're not thinking about the scalability, the maintainability or performance of your solution. Or when you're given a task, you don't take out time to think about the complexity or the steps and best ways to achieve a solution. You don't clarify what's required to make sure you understand the problem. You just get to cracking the keypads of your laptop, ready or not, here I come. You want to think about this and have a plan before you even start coding. Mistake number two. Another thing is the tendency to always wait to be told what to do or asking questions like, hey, should I write the code in this way? Is it a good idea to do this? Etc. Etc. Now, I don't consider that like a bad thing to do when starting out newly. But one thing you want to begin to do as time goes on is to take initiative, suggest a solution to problems, give feedback, ask questions when in doubt. Not only does this improve your critical thinking, it also builds confidence in your skills. 
Mistake number three. As a newbie, you may sometimes have difficulty communicating your thought process. Now, this is a problem because you most of the time have a well thought out solution in that beautiful brain of yours but communicating it to mere mortals is where the issue is communication is one thing you need to learn to succeed as a developer um you will need to share ideas with your team you'll need to communicate your thoughts or solutions in a hiring interview you'll need to push back on something you don't agree with you will need to articulate how your technical solution will impact the business as a whole and so this is really key. So I suggest reading books on communication and finding every opportunity to practice so that you get better at it. Mistake number four, <laughs> compromising on your health through different things like working late, pulling off all nighters every day, having loads of junk food in your fridge, you know, sitting behind a desk like more than eight hours of the day you know eight hours is actually a problem i don't know why i said more than eight hours because <laughs> yeah so i discussed a lot about this on the episode dealing with burnout so if you want to find out more you want to listen to that episode basically you don't want to compromise on your health because of work mistake number five now the last one but not the least is being emotionally attached to your code. Sometimes you find yourself sulking or feeling hot and depressed when your code has to be trashed because it's no longer relevant. This is where adaptability comes in. There will be days where your code will be the best thing since sliced bread because it solves a very important need that the business had. And there are days where it just won't be what's needed and that's okay. So don't take it personal. And with that, we've come to the end of FAQs for this season. I hope you learned a lot from this episode. I'll see you in the next and final one for this season. Catch ya. Peace. Head over to rewirewithsusan.com to catch up on all episodes. Remember to subscribe to your podcast player or drop a review if you like this show. If you have questions, rants, or suggestions, send an email to hello at rewirewithsusan.com or DM at Sue Hastings on Twitter. Thank you for listening and talk to you soon.